Alright, I get the Vach. So today's Dav is Dav Lamed Ches, page 38, in the Helig of Mesech Hesaita, and we're going to pick up two lines from the bottom of Lamed Zayin and is 37b. We are up to the Mishnah. Today's Dav is going to focus on the Birchas Kainim, the blessing of the Kahanim that our Mishnah had told us had to be given over, Belash and Kaidish, had to be given over specifically in the Holy Tongue and not in any language that you wanted. So says the Mishnah, Based upon that halacha, birchas kayanim ketzad. How was the birchas kayanim done? All right, we know there's a special mitzvah kahanim to give a beautiful bracha to klal Yisrael of Yevarecha Hashem Yishmerecha Yor Hashem Panavelecha Vichuneka Yisro Hashem Panavelecha Vesim Dachashalim. So how was that given over? How was those words given over? Zok the Mishnah, the Medina Oimeraisa Shalish Brachis. Outside the Beis Hamikdash. It was given over in three separate brachas. Yevrach Hashem Yishmerecha. Amen. Yar Hashem Panam Vlecha Vichonecha. Amen. Yisra Hashem Panam Vlecha Vesim Lecha That's outside the Beis HaMikdash. Uva Mikdash, bracha achas. But in the Beis HaMikdash, they would say all the psukim together and everybody would only respond Amen at the end. So the Kahanim in the Beis HaMikdash would say Yevrach Hashem Yishmerecha. Yar Hashem Panam Vlecha Vichonecha. And then we said Amen. We didn't say Amen in between. The Mikdash also Amer Es Hashem. In the Mikdash, they specific they, they said Hashem's name Kichsavai, as it's written, which is Yudkei Vavkei. It was pronounced with the Yud and the Hey and the Vav and the Hey in the Beis Hamikdash. The the name of Hashem. However, Bemdina. Outside of the Beis Hamikdash, Bikinuyav. The name Hashem Yudkei Vavkei is pronounced Bikinuyav as Adoshem. All right, as Rashi says, Ba'alif Dalit. So they, we wouldn't pronounce Yudkei Vavkei. Bemdina also outside the Beis Hamikdash, Kahanim Nice Besiyadeim Kenegir Kispeim. The Kahanim pick up their hands shoulder height when giving over the brachas of Mikdash, but in the Beis Hamikdash it was Al Gabe Roshayim above their heads. Chutz Mikayin Gadol. Except for the Kayin Gadol, he wouldn't raise it above his head because his hands should not go above the tzitz. This was the uh, golden plate that the Kayin Gadol wore on his forehead and it had the name of Hashem written on it. It would say Kaydash Lashem on it and it's not proper to raise up his hands above that phrase. Rebuta says, No, even a Kayin Gadol would raise up his head Higher than the tits. I it says Kaidesh Lashem on the tits. Okay, but he's also saying Hashem's name here. So Rebuta didn't hold that it was an issue for a Kangadal to raise his hand above the tits. Shnemar as it says. Aaron lifted up his hands to the people by Yavarchim, and he gave them a brach, which seems to imply that he gave them the regular so however the Kahanim usually do, uh, did it, that's how Aaron, the Kayin Gadol, did it as well. So our Mishnah makes a discrepancy between inside the Beis HaMikdash and outside the Beis HaMikdash in a few ways. Let's go. Outside the Beis HaMikdash, we said Amen after each Pasuk. Inside the Beis HaMikdash, they only said Amen at the end. Outside the Beis HaMikdash, we pronounced Yudkei Vavkei as, as Adoshem. Inside the Beis HaMikdash, they pronounced Hashem's name literally. Okay. Also, inside the Beis HaMikdash, the Kahanim raised their hands higher than their heads when giving the bracha. Outside the Beis HaMikdash, they would raise it shoulder height. 
And then we have a machoikas about what a kain gadol did. Did he do it like a regular kain, or did he do it differently? Okay, here we go. Zok to Gemara. We're now seven lines from the top of the Yomud. Tanu Rabbonon. The rabbis learned in social week. Kai sevarchu. So shall you give a bracha to Bnei Yisrael. This is how the Gehanim give the bracha. Belashon HaKadosh, which teaches me that that should only be done in the Holy Tongue. HaKadosh, how do you know? Maybe you should give them a bracha in any language that they understand. Kai, like this, in a way that you understand. And it also says, by the brachas and klalas of our Grizim and Harebo, Eile yamdu these are going to stand to give a bracha to the people. Ah, malam lashon kodesh. Just as we learned, the brachas in the college were done in lashon kodesh. Afkan belashon kodesh. So too, whenever the kohanim give the bracha to Yisrael, it had to be done in lashon kodesh. However, Rabbi Yehuda Emer, Rabbi Yehuda says, "Einai tzarich." I agree. It had to be done in the holy tongue, but not because of the brachas uklalas. Rather, Harei Emer kai. It says, "So shall you give the bracha." Which means ad The word kai means it must be like this and um, no other way. Okay, so everybody agrees that the brachas kaidim is in lashon kodesh. The question is the source. Is the source coming from Xerah Shava, from Hargrizim and Harevol, or is it or is it being learned out from the word kai? Tani idach. We learned the brayso similarly. Kai sevarhu. So shall you bless Bnei Yisrael ba'amida. They need to be standing. The Kayan has to stand on giving the bracha. Says the Gemara, how do you know? Maybe they could be sitting down. And these, you should stand, again, by Agrizim and Harevo, to give the bracha. Just like by Agrizim and Harevo is done standing, Afkan, so too by Brachas Kayanim, Ba'amida needs to be done standing. Reb Nassim says, Again, you don't need the Gzir Shava. Before Abhuda told us you don't need the Gzir Shava. Now, Rabnas is long as you don't need the Gzir Shava. Why? He says, I know that you need to stand when giving the bracha. You're going to serve him and bless his name. Okay? So that means that the Gahanim who do the Avaida and the Beis Amikdash give the bracha. And Ma Mishari is Bamida. Just like when a Kayan does the Avaida and the Beis Amikdash. It certainly must be done standing. We didn't allow a kain to sit when doing the Abayda. <clears throat> so too, I'm giving a bracha to Bnei Yisrael. The Kahana must be standing. How do you know when a kain did the Abayda? In the Beis HaMikdash, he had a chiv to stand. He was obligated to stand. When they stand to serve in the Beis HaMikdash. Okay. So we know that they stood in the Beis HaMikdash. To do the Avaida. And therefore, when the Pasuk says, That's letting me know the same way you serve standing, so too the Bracha comes standing. Again, everybody agrees to the, to the Halacha that a Kaya must stand, but we have a Machlaikas as, as to the source. Okay. Zokta Gemara Vaiter. Tanya Idach. We learned in Abraisa similarly. Also, so far we know in Hebrew and standing. Listen to this. They have to lift up their hands. Maybe they don't need to lift up their hands. When giving the bracha. Aaron raised up his hands to the people by Abarchim and blessed them. Just like when Aaron gave the bruche. To Bnei Yisrael, it was done with raised hands. Avkan Bnei Yisrael So too, whenever a kain does a bra- gives a bracha 
to B'nai Yisrael, they have to raise up their hands. Kashalei L'Rav Nosen. Now we have L'Rav Yoynason, I'm sorry. Rav Yoynason had a question, which was, Just like over there, by Aaron raising up his hands, it was only the Kain Gadol. And it was Rosh Chodesh. And it was connected to Avayda Sibur. Maybe you only need to raise your hands when you're the Kain Gadol and it's Rosh Chodesh and it's Avayda Sibur. How do you know, just, uh, how do you know that every Kaya, whenever they give a bracha, needs to raise their hands? Ah, you're learning that from Aaron? That was a unique set of circumstances. So whenever you have that unique set of circumstances, maybe you got to raise your hands. Otherwise, maybe you don't. Says the Gemara, you're right. It can't be learned out from the way that Aaron blessed B'nai Yisrael because there's too many uh, limitations on that source. Rather, Rav Nassan Aymer, Rav Nassan says, I don't need Xer Shava to teach me that a Kayan needs to raise his hands. It says, Who? Ubanov Kal Hayamim. He. And his children, referring to Kagodo and his sons, for all of these. What does that mean? Makish Bonov Loi, Mahu Benesias Kapayim, Afbonov Benesias Kapayim. He puts the Kagodo together with his children, however, he does the bracha. So do his children, who are not Kahanim Gadailim, give the bracha. Uksev Kalyam, and it says, for all the days, which means not necessarily specifically to Rish Chaydesh, the Iskish Bracha, the Sheiris, and we have a Hakish of Bracha to Sheiris, going back to the, the Pasuk from the previous Drasha. Which was Elu Lusharsai Ulavarich Bishmai. Right? So we, we connect the uh, the brachas to the Misharis. And you see from over here again that whenever the Kahana give a bracha, it has to be done with raised hands. So what we have what we have so far is like this. The Kahanim needed to give the bracha in Hebrew. We learned in Brisa number two that the Kaihanim needed to give the bracha standing and not sitting. We have Brisa number three now letting me know they need to raise their hands. Let's keep going. Vitanya Idach, and there's another Brisa which teaches us, They need to mention the explicit name of Hashem. Right, they, when you you give a bracha and you actually pronounce God's name with the yud and the hey and the vav and the hey, says Gemara, really? Maybe you should say Adou Shem. You should place my name Shmi the unique name, the special name, the yud came. I would think that even outside the base Hamikdash. You pronounce Yud Kevavke. It says over here, you should place my name in Amr Alan. And it says, uh, it says um, elsewhere, Lossum to place as Shemai, his name, Shem, there. Wherever you find Hashem, you place his name there. What does that mean? Just like where Hashem's name is placed, is referring to the Beis HaMikdash, the Beis HaBechira, Afkan, so too, you say Yudke Vavke, the Beis HaBechira, only in the Beis HaMikdash. But if you're not inside the Beis HaMikdash, when you come across a Yudke Vavke, you're going to pronounce it Adushem. Rabbi Yeshua says, I don't need that Gezerah Shava. 
Whenever you mention my name, I will come and give you a bracha, which means, wherever you mention Hashem's name, yeah, that could be done anywhere. You can't just mention Hashem's name whenever, wherever and anywhere you want. Ella Rather, this uh, pasuk has to be read a little bit uh, out of order, and it reads like this. Any place that Hashem says, I will come to you to give you a bracha, okay, wherever I'm willing to come to you to give you a bracha, Sham, in that place, Askir es Shemi, you can mention the Yudke Vavke. And where is this place that I'm coming to? That I'm going to be there, my Shekhinah is going to be there to give you the bracha to say Yudke Vavke. That's only in the Beis HaBechira, referring to either the Mishkan or the Beis HaMikdash. Sham, Askir es Shemi, Beis HaBechira. Okay. So outside, says Rabbi Yishia, outside of the Beis HaMikdash. If you don't have the Shekhinah resting over there, you're not allowed to mention Yudke Vavke. Fine. Again, everybody agrees to the Halacha. They're just arguing on what the source of the Halacha is. Tanya Idach, another Yisrael. So shall the Gahanim bless the Bnei Yisrael. In the other Bnei Yisrael. I only know about Bnei Yisrael. Gerim, Noshim, Va'avodim, Meshachrarim, Enayim. How do I know if somebody converts to Judaism or women, Avodim, servants, Meshachrarim, or Freedom, Enayim? How do I know also that the Kahanim have a Chiyav to follow this procedure and to give them brachas? Again, if you translate Bnei Yisrael literally, it means the sons. So that means the men. Right? There's a joke. It's a joke, there's a kid in school and his teacher, his Rebbe, is telling him the sons of Israel, you know, uh, left Egypt and the sons of Israel were scared and the, the sons of Israel came to the Yamsuf and the, the Yamsuf split and the sons of Israel cried out and the sons of Israel sang and the sons of... He's going on a whole thing to, about the sons of Israel. At one point, a little kid raised his hand and he says, uh, he says, Rebbe, it seems like the sons of Israel were very busy. What were all the grown-ups doing? Right? <laughs> Where's everybody else? Yeah, that's how the kid's processing this. Says the Gemara, it says, this is how you bless B'nai Yisrael, the sons of Israel, which means literally men. So if you want to tell me it applies to anybody, show me. Women, People who are converts, not born to Jewish parents, avodim, mishacharim, freed servants, slaves. How do you know? Tamar lemar emar lahem. Say to them, which means the kulu. Anybody who's a member of Klal Yisrael, you speak to them. Okay, Tan idach. We learned another brayso. Kaisavarchu panim keneged panim. You have to stand facing each other. When the Gahanim give a bracha, right? They face Klal Yisrael, and Klal Yisrael has to be facing toward the Gahanim. You cannot turn your back to the Gahanim. When receiving the bracha, maybe the the kahanim should face the backs of. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe the kahanim need to be turned towards bnei yisrael. But how do you know bnei yisrael is obligated to be turned towards the kahanim? Speak to them. You know, it's not good me this. To talk to somebody and they turn away. So it's got to be 
where they're facing each other, because that's the uh, that's the menschlich thing to do. You don't turn away from somebody when um, you don't turn away from somebody when, when they're talking to you. Okay, Tani Idach learned another brayser. Kaisu Baruchu, Bekel Ram, say it out loud. Maybe the Kayan can give a bracha quietly. Again, it has to be a loud enough voice that the that the Bnei Yisrael are able to hear the Kayhan. Amr Abai, Abai says, Naktinan, we learned the Shnayim Kayrei Kayhanim, Ula Echad Enei Kayrei Kayhanim. If you have two Kahanim Duchening, two Kahanim giving the bracha, the Chazan says, Kayhanim. But if you have one Kayin up there, the, 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 then the Chazan doesn't say, Kayhain. Right? Remember when the kind of go, right? The, the Chazan says, Kayhain. Shedemar Emor Lahem. You say to them, which is Lishnayim. You don't, if there's only one Kayin up there, then you do not say Kayhanim. Okay. You don't, you don't say Kayhanim? According to the Gemara, correct. You're only going to, if there's only one Kayin that goes up, you're not going to say Kayanim because that's plural. So, but it says Emor Lahem, say to them. So it's only appropriate to say Kayanim, but that's only true when there's two Kayhanim there. When there's one Kayin, then all he does is face the kahila, but the Chazan does not say Kayhanim. Yeah? Okay. What do you say? I mean, I've never been to any place. I mean, I've been places where there's only been one. Yes, what they usually do, what they usually do, this is, there's a lot of tire on this and a lot of rate. What they usually do is that um, they'll have the chazan say, Alekeinu v'lekei aveseinu, barcheinu v'abracham shles batayra, and then the Kayin, right, the, the, the Kehillah says, and then the Kayin starts. But instead of, here's what happens on a regular Yom Tif. Just picture for us in Chutzlaretz, right? Ashkenazim in Chutzlaretz. So we say like this. We get, we, we finish at Taif Shimcha Lachan El And then when it comes time to Baruch Kainim, what do we do? The Chazan says, Quietly. If there's one Kayin, what the Gemara is saying is that the Chazan shouldn't say Kayanim out loud more than anything else. He says Kayanim, and then everybody says I'm the Jachakamur, but not the words being said, just not in a way of it being called out. Because there's only a single Kayan there. Okay. That's Abayi's opinion. We have that if you have a, if, you, if the Chazin is also a Kayin, he says Kayhanim. But if you Yisrael, you do not say Kayhanim. Okay? Meaning, according to Rav Chista, if I am a Yisrael and I want to get the Kayhanim to start, I don't call out Kayhanim. Only a Kayin could call out to other Kahanim. But I don't. A Yisrael doesn't. Why? Shnei it says, Emor Lahem, say to them, which is, Amira Misha Lahem. It could only be called out to by a Kayan. Vilchzo Kavasi Dabai. The follows Abai. 
that we call Kahana by two, but less so because we don't pass him like Rav Chista. All right, beautiful. Now we're at the two dots. And the Gemara now is going to give us a number of different halachas in the name of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. In order to remember the halachas that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi taught us, the Gemara says, Simon, the way to remember it is with the following sentence, Mis'ava levracha, Duchin ba'avayda, Kais makir, Nena ba'agala. So if you could remember that sentence, say it ten times fast. Mesava bracha, you desire a bracha. Duchen ba'avayda, you give a blessing up on the duchening by the avayda. Kais makir, you recognize the cup, nena ba'agala. And he recognizes and he benefits from the calf. Okay. Let's get into these statements and, and limudim of Rabbi Shul ben Levi. Amar Rabbi says, so to speak, has a desire. He loves specifically the Please place my name, and I will bless them. So it awakens bracha from Akadish Baruch when he sees Yidin giving brachas to other Yidin. Rabbi says, you should know any Kayan who gives a bracha to the other Yidin, to Klai Yisrael, he himself will receive that bracha. And if a Kayan does not go to give a bracha to Klai Yisrael, he will lose out on bracha. Those who bless B'nai Yisrael will be blessed. So if a Kayan blesses, he's blessed too. If he doesn't bless, he loses out on that blessing. And if Yeshua ben Levi said, any Kayan, that does not go up to Duchen. He stands in, uh, he, you know, he doesn't elevate himself. He transgresses three positive commandments in the Torah. All right, so if you're a Kayan, you have a Chiv to get up there and give brachas. Don't, don't go away from your opportunistic mitzvah. Again, negative transgression to go up there? No, but you lost out on three mitzvahs. Rav Amar. Rav says, You should know, if a Kayan doesn't go up there to the Duchen, it causes an issue uh, with his Yichas. Right? Cause an issue with his Yichas. We should uh, be concerned that maybe he's a Chol. And he's not fit for the Abayda. It's a fascinating idea. In that we're not just going to assume that he's not in the mood. If you have a, if you have a responsibility to get up there, there's no excuse. You're a responsibility. Uh, I wasn't moved to get up there. Okay, maybe you're a chal. Maybe there's there's got to be something up. Because in general, for a yid to have the opportunity to give a bracha to another yid and not do it, no excuse for that. You can say maybe there's a difference if he sometimes goes up, sometimes doesn't go up. Then we're not chayshish, he's a chal. Right? But either way, the message is there. And that is that a kayin who has a mitzvah to bless Klal Yisrael and doesn't do it, he's in, a, he's in transgression of three mitzvahs assay. V'yomar Levi says, Kol And a kayin that does not go up to perform the We do not let him go up again. Meaning, says Rashi, if you have a kayin that says, I'll give B'nai Yisrael a blessing, but only on Yom Tif. 
I don't want to give them, like in Eretz Yisrael, the daily Berchus Kainim. I don't want to be bothered by that. Okay? So Yibishuban Levi says that uh, if you choose not to go up by the Avaida, now this is talking about the Bracha of the Avaida beginning by Ritzei, he shouldn't go up at all. Aaron raised up his hands towards the people and he came down from the Karbanis. Just like over there, he blessed the people during Ritzei, during the Avaida. So too, you have to go up during the Avaida. You can't just go up at the end. After Atayv Shimcholachan just walk upstairs to do it. You got to be up there by Ritzei. That's why, by the way, practically speaking, it's very interesting. Why did Kahanan go up by Ritzei? Because of this Gemara. Aaron gave them a bracha along with his avayda. So when we're saying the blessing of avayda in Chazar Sashatz, in the Chazar's repetition, that's, that's when they belong up there to give the bracha. Ini, it's not true. Vam Ravami, Ravami, Salki. Ravami and Ravami would go up after Ritzei was done. Ravami and Ravasi had started going up. However, what happened was they started walking up by Ritzei. Um, and uh, they just hadn't gotten all the way up to the top till it was over. The kain started walking ready to go up. Then it's okay. He, we, we allow him to finish. We've learned in the mission similarly. If he knows he can do and go back to where he left off in Shemayin Esrei, Rashai, the kain could even interrupt his tefillah. The havin ba, and we learned about this halay akar. That he didn't, uh, um, but he already started moving. Yeah? So, uh, how's he going to, uh, how's he going to give the bracha? Ella, rather, what happened was, denad porta. Okay, he moves a little bit. Since he moved a little bit, that's got him started, you're fine. Hachanami, daka porta. here as well, we'll say they started towards the duchening during the, uh, during the Avaida, and therefore, they were permitted to keep going. And Rabbi Shubhan Levi says, When it comes time for Berchus HaMosin, to honor somebody in benching with a kais, the person you should give it to is somebody who has a toiv ayin, a person who's got a, a good eye, literally, means a good eye. Okay, what does it mean a good eye? A person who's very positive and wants bracha to expand beyond, beyond himself into others. It says, toiv ayin hu a person with a good eye towards others, he's somebody who is uh, gebenched and blessed. Kinosan melachmoi ladol, when he gives his bread to the poor, al tikre yevairach. Don't read it only of yevairach, which is to the, you know, he'll be blessed eventually. Ella yevareich, he should also be the one who leads the bracha right now. V'yomar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says, Minayin, how do we know? That even birds can notice people who have tsaris ayin, people who have narrow eyes, people who are stingy and look negatively at others. As it says, uh, for no reason, does the, uh, the, for, for no reason does the trapper spread out his net, his net, in front of every um, flying, uh, you know, animal, uh, uh, we'll call it a bird, in front of every bird. Okay. 
Um, now, what does this mean? Why is it for no reason? Again, because birds know who to stay away from. So if a guy is uh, stingy, so he's wasting his time trying to catch the bird, they're like, hey, we're not dealing with this guy. We're done with him. Anybody who benefits from a, somebody else who's a tsaris ayin is over allowed. Stay away from such people. People are just negative towards others, and if a tsaris ayin is them, don't eat food from such a person. He's he's bitter. He's broken. He's going to tell you. Um, he's going to tell you. To, that you could have food and you could drink, but the Misa, he, he's not really interested in giving you stuff. He's in it for himself. Stay away from these people. Some people are just in it for the... Uh, you, you never know like what you're going to owe them when you're done, right? You, know, you never know like what, what's, what the outcome is. Yeah, guy's stingy and negative and cynical. Just stay away. says, not only is that not a good move, <laughs> to be near these people is also a transgression of two lavin. Al tilcham, the al tisaf. Don't eat the bread and don't have a taiva, don't have a desire for what he puts out. V'yom Rabbi Shubalevi, Shubalevi says, Ain egla rufa ba ella b'shvil tzareyayin. The egla rufa. Yeah, what's the egla rufa? So when you have somebody who, who's found dead, a yid is found dead outside of city limits, so they would measure what's the closest town, and the bezdin of that town would have to go out and bring an egla rufa. They would decapitate the calf and say that this is not our responsibility. But you should know egla rufa comes about because of tsaris ayin. What does it mean tsaris ayin? So this is a fascinating concept. Why does the bezdin have to say we didn't kill this guy? We expect bezdin of killing him? No, of course not. What the Bezin is doing is they're saying, we take Achrayis, that people in our town are generous, and if there's ever somebody you need, we're going to send them off feeling good. Enough food, enough drink, enough emotional stamina to be able to carry themselves when they're out alone traveling. It's not because we didn't host this person properly. Why does Eglarufa come? Because there were people who weren't generous with this dead person. We didn't spill this person's blood. Do you think that we? Do you think that we think that Bezdin killed this guy? What they said is this guy did not come to our city in front of us. And we sent him, and we didn't see him, and ignore him. We, we never saw this guy, and sent him on his way without food. We didn't see this guy, and send him off without accompaniment, which means without emotional stamina. Amar Ada Amar that's only They all duchen. Says the Mivarchin. Who gives a brucha? I'm sorry, who are they blessing? Everybody's giving a bracha, so who's receiving the bracha? You have a shoulder all kayanim. For their achayim who are out in the field. Okay. People are working. Says the Gwar, I don't understand. 
Ini. Botani Abba Breder of Minyam and Barchiom. Am Shachari Akahanim, Enam Bechlau Brocho. If you're not in front of the Kahanim, you're buying them, you're not included in the Brocho. So people who are out in the fields, what does it help if the Kahanim are having them in mind? They're not there. And for the Gemara, like Kash, there's no question. Hoda Anisei, Hodla Anisei. Okay? What does this mean? If they're an Ainis, it's against their will to not be in Shul, they're included in the Bracha. If it's against their will, if, if it's with their will, they chose not to be there, then there's no excuse. The bracha is not going to apply to you unless your mom is there. Vatani Rav Shimi mi birta deshi chayri beisaknesa shekula kayanim exhausting oilim exhausting oinen amen. Why you tell me all the kahanim give a bracha and it's for the achayim shabbosodays for the brothers out in the field elsewhere? We learn from Rav Shimi from Shechayri. That they should split up. Some give the bracha, some answer, like Asha. Okay. Um, as long as there's ten men, you need to have at least ten men who are there to answer Amen. Beautiful. So then, you know, if they're all Kahanim, we mean they all go up is besides for them. No contradiction. Gufa, a piece of a previously quoted b'risa. Tana Abba Breder Menyam Barchia Am Shacharei Kahanim. If you have Yidden that are behind the Kahanim, they're not facing the Kahanim. Einam Bechal Bracha, they don't get the Bracha. Pshita Ariche Bape Gutze Loi Mavsake. Yeah. So, what we know is that, let's say you have the Kahanim facing the Kehila, and you have taller Chavra standing in front. And shorter chevra standing behind. Can the sh- standing behind the taller ones. Everybody's facing the kahanim. But there's taller people in front. Can the kahanim see the shorter people? No. They're being blocked by the taller people. Everybody's going to agree though. That whoever's there facing the kahanim is included in the bracha. Teva. Loimavsika. Also we know that a teva. In Arain. Also. Is uh, is not mafsik. It's not going to get in the way of panim al panim face to face. What about mechitzamai? What else? You have the kahanim facing the kahila, but the kahanim are facing a mechitza, and then the kahila. Does mechitza get in the way? Says the Gemara, because maybe it's not considered face to face. Tashma damar b'shuvan levi afilu mechitza shal barzal enim afsekas bein yisrael laviim shabashamayim. Okay, and therefore, um, anybody who's behind the mechitza is still included in the bracha. Ibailu, they ask the question, searching for information. Tzadamahu, what happens if you're standing on the sides of the kahanim? So I'm not behind the kahanim. I'm also not in front of the kahanim. I'm on the side. Can I be yaitzed? Do can I receive a bracha when I'm standing on the side of the kahanim? Amar Abba, Mar Bar Ravashi. Abu Mabar Abashi says, Tashma, let's try to answer for the following Brisa or Mishnah, the time we learned in the Mishnah, Niskavain Lehazais Levanov. If let's say a person had Kavana to sprinkle the mech, uh, the, the Mechatas, the, the uh, ashes of the Paraduma in front of him because he wanted it to hit certain vessels, the Hizal and by mistake it, it, it you know, Sometimes you, you try to hit a ball and it goes foul, it goes backwards. La where you want to sprinkle it backwards, but he's and it went forwards. 
It's not good. You need to sprinkle on things with kavana. Lefanov, but what say he wanted this to uh, sprinkle it in front of him? And it was on the sides towards the front. The haza is going to be okay. So you see that as long as on the side of a person and towards the front, they're included. Hence, our shaila of if a yid stands on the side of a kayan, is he included in the bracha? The answer is that yes, a person that stadim is considered lefanov, it's considered in front of you, and he would be included in the brachis. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. Bez Hashem, we will pick up tomorrow morning with Amar Rava Baravuna. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, ever.